0: welcome back to the mel k show everyone's been asking where my longtime companion has been and he's back today my good friend mike l we call him mike l the science guy but he's really the everything guy to me thank you for joining me mike
1: (laughs) Thank you for having me back. I know it's been a little bit of time. Every time I go back and I, I look at like doing my next presentation, I'm like, God, has it been that long since we we haven't talked? So uh, it it's good to be so back. we got, got a lot of really more. good stuff today. I know, I know. Miss you guys. I know.
0: Well, it's also that we moved to Florida. You moved to Florida. There's all kinds of things going on. You're going to talk a little bit about local action from your a real uh, standpoint in your real life. And uh, as we keep going forward, it's like so much is being thrown at us. We knew this was going to happen. Order out of chaos is the is the globalist, uh, you know, M.O. Oh. that they like to use. And uh, we like to hone in on specific things, and you're really, really great at that. So uh, I give you a little screen share, and why don't you tell us where we're headed today, and uh, we'll uh, get back on track.
1: <laughs> Let's do it. So before I share, I want to uh, share kind of a local success that we had here. Yeah, I
0: know. Uh, cool. Uh,
1: this this week, this was kind of a big one for me. But in the last couple of weeks have really been focused on. There was a big developer coming into one of the local towns here, and because of the new regulations, where they can you know come in and. Uh, forego any of the local codes and regulations in terms of rezoning they could basically you know the new laws say we can put section 8 wherever we want and there's nothing you can do and so basically one of the big developers here in florida decided that this is one of the local uh, areas here that that's what they were going to do and so they came in with this long line of lawyers and and all of this money coming in to present to get this this particular piece of property rezoned. Uh, somebody reached out to me. We put together a team. We assembled it. I had tackled it, of course, from the environmental side, this, the regulatory side of it, which is, you know, what I do, you know, a little bit differently. We assembled this team. We, we put together local people. I even picked up some, some little old ladies in the neighborhood and brought them to this thing. Wow. And we won. Great. And that's awesome. You know, we went head to head with one of these, these major developers, one of the biggest here and in, in, in the state and they lost and, you know their strategy typically is they come in, they'll do an amendment, then they open it up into section eight, and they just right. build another one. They just keep going. And yeah. um, at a local level, you stress this a lot. At a yeah. local level, we took on one of the giants and won this week. It was That's a big. That's awesome.
0: And we always got to share that with the audience because uh, that is what's happening. And a lot of these things that are coming through the executive orders of DEI and all of government, they really want to get rid of not only uh, home ownership. They really I saw Jeff Bezos started a kind of a uh, time time type. You can order a piece of our they're buying all the single family homes and then they want a whole renter society. They also want to um, stop uh, suburbs, basically, a lot of suburbs around the country. Now they want to put in multifamily homes and Section 8 housing and all this stuff. They have this influx of illegals coming through. They need to build for them as well. So, you know, when you want to preserve your community and keep it a small town with, uh, you know, local flavor and all of that, you don't necessarily want because if they start building that that housing then they then they have to build all the stuff around the housing and before you know it especially in Florida where you live there's lakes it's still you know really environmentally friendly and all of that before you know it you got 10 uh you got housing and then you have 10 strip malls and then you have all kinds of stuff that comes in i've seen it happen in this area in Florida that i live in so that's a great win and i want people to know mike that you went in there with a couple you know residents and you said, "You They're know what? we're not going to have this. and uh, and you won, and a lot of people don't realize, or they think somebody else is going to do it. and And had you not done that, you know uh, a few months from now you might have uh, an influx of 5000 new people that are in that area then they have to build all the services around it before you know it all your quality of life and your neighborhood and your home you know prices all that are shifted because one developer thought that that land looked like a good uh, money maker and and then the government too obviously
1: Yeah, and what's really interesting, too, is is Florida's known for its regulations around the protection of the wetlands and the wildlife. But what people don't realize is, is like like in in my industry, there are loopholes. And one of them is what they call a mitigation bank. And what that basically means is, let's say uh, a developer wants to build up uh, on a lakefront. And that contains marsh and protected and endangered species. In this case, by the way, there were three endangered species that were confirmed on this property. But what they do is uh, there's these corporations, what they have is called mitigation banks. So they'll tear out a wetland or a marshland, kill everything in it, and bulldoze it down. And in return, what they do is they buy a piece of property somewhere else, a swamp out in the middle of, of nowhere. And they say, we're going to maintain that for the next three decades. The developer knows that and pays that up in advance. And it's anywhere from two million, uh, uh, two hundred grand up to a couple million, depending on the size and the complexity and the number of wildlife. But The other piece of this is they have these consultants come in and they do this assessment. And being in regulations, I know how these things work on the other flip side of it. And basically what they'll do is they'll come in and they'll fly under the radar. In this particular case, for example, they said there's a particular endangered species. We only found five of these on this particular large piece of land. The reason it was five is five falls under the radar of requiring complete relocation or a complete evaluation. So these consultants also know how to navigate through these to do that correct. Now I'm not saying they're all like that, but in this particular case, the one that that I was handling, I went through that and that's exactly what happened. And so uh, we won not only from the fact that we kept that out, to me also, what's very rewarding is we saved the wetland and we saved an area where um, I know in my area that I live, uh, there's a lot of uh, nature that's always active and yeah. and, and around. And it's such, such a joy to see that and share that. And to just rip that out, I think is completely wrong. We need to you. be able to peacefully coexist.
0: Great. So, and I think that too many people out there, they're starting to get it. Thank God. A lot of people have woken up. A lot of people are getting involved, but they have to realize that uh, waiting for the other guy or somebody else is going to do it. Well, that's not the way to go. And, and it's rewarding and it feels good. And now you have new neighbors that you're, that you have a bond with. And if anything comes up again, you can organize the troops and go down there. It's a way to take back your power. We talk about local yeah. action all the time. And, uh, as a citizen, uh, you know I have a whole book about it coming out. As a citizen, you have individual liberty, you have individual sovereignty, and you have uh, your your citizenship should matter to you. Your little piece of America that you are, you know, responsible for. You have to take action when when anything comes, or then learn helplessness, or the idea that you can't fight the big guy or any of that. And then you guys get together, you do that, and now going forward whatever comes into your area and your community, you have a a arsenal of people to say, listen, I want to sit down. I want to talk about this is happening. I want you guys to know about it. And then going forward, you'll see, and it can grow. And then, so now your piece of America that is yours uh, has a team of people looking out for it. And I think we need that everywhere in this country. And that's a great way to start. Find one thing, it's not okay, you find like-minded folks and, and you go and you stand for what's right. And I, I'm really proud of you. And I hope people will take that as, as a lesson that everyone can do that.
1: Absolutely, they can. And what's really interesting is, is, although it was such a short time since this has already occurred, other towns have reached out to us. Oh, uh, wow, great. So, I mean, you know just like what you said is, it creates this movement in a positive direction. Yeah. Something I always talk about, as you know, yeah. Uh, and that was that to me was was rewarding in itself. Yeah, that's uh, and awesome. I actually have to go I actually have to go visit uh, an old lady uh, within the next couple of days and give her the good news that oh, you know her town and her her neighborhood now is safe. And so um, you know it's it's kind of nice. And I did go, by the way, I did go door to door in that neighborhood. and so uh, gotta um, do you know, it
0: that is so some great. people didn't
1: answer. They probably thought I was selling something right, but the other ones they were they were actually glad that somebody actually was in there doing that. And yeah. so, uh, it was extremely uh, rewarding, uh, just so people know. Yeah. And actually, that brings us into round one of what we're going to talk about today. I want to oh. actually talk about somebody today, and I want to do a shout out on somebody. So let's do. Great.
0: Go ahead. And I want oh, people to understand this. this is how we take back America, one neighborhood at a time. Even I used to talk about counties, but I often talk about as I, I'm going to uh as I roll out my book is uh, talking about you know, neighborhoods you you should be the you know, we had neighborhood watch growing up when we were kids, Mike, and we should have a freedom yes, watch now where we're looking out for our neighbors and our, our freedom and our liberty and our community. And I just think that's so awesome. I hope people are inspired by that. And uh, find things in their area that they can uh, get involved and stop that are, you know, there's a lot of things like what you're talking about. Um, they really want to destroy the suburbs. They want to destroy the idea of home ownership. They mm-hmm. want to infiltrate neighborhoods and communities with all of this, you know, nonsense. And I'm, I'm really proud of you. Now, you have somebody else that we're going to talk about that uh, you're introducing to me as well.
1: I do. I want to talk about somebody, as you know, I, I normally don't do this just and we'll come back to this at the end, because we always come back and we we yeah. talk about it. So we're going to come back to this. But cool. I want to talk about a guy that um, that I, I kind of follow. Uh, and this Great. guy has this website. His name is Ben Owen. I actually follow a friend of mine, um, ex-military. He says, hey, uh, uh, look into this guy. So I did. And I've been following this guy now for a couple of years. And uh, actually, several years. And what's interesting about this guy? This is a scary-looking dude. I mean, I, you see some of the pictures, but what this guy does is the epitome of what you and I do. I, I typically, with my first hour, I do some research, I do some motivational leadership type uh, reading, and this guy always has these quotes, and he just puts them up on signs, you know, just pictures of him. But more importantly, is what this guy does. He has this website called We Fight Monsters, right? And so. Um, he's a patriot. He has this, He called it the black rifle company. It's not the coffee company. He actually, this has been around longer than that. So, uh, I do want to comment on that. I did reach out to him directly. I I didn't know him personally. I reached out to him and said, Hey, listen, I really like what you do. It's very motivational. Sometimes when I'm down, I go hit this guy's site because this guy is in the neighborhoods making a difference. And so I want to just talk about him for a minute here. Okay. This guy's down in, um, Atlanta. And he goes down into the worst of the worst neighborhoods. He goes down into uh, areas. He helps children, child trafficking, sex trafficking women, uh, exploited children. This guy puts his life in danger continually. Uh, And what's interesting about this guy in particular, and the reason I I like reading about Ben is, as an ex-military, and you always you you're always on an edge because you want to be careful of not becoming the monster that you fight. And, Mm. uh, he he mentioned this here and he often quotes this particular quote quite often, whoever fights monsters should uh, see into the, uh, the process. He does not become the monster. If you gaze long enough into the abyss, the abyss will gaze back into you.
0: Yeah. I use that quote a lot too. It's, it's very important. It's I I remember I came across it probably my freshman year in college and I've, I've many times used that in things I've written and stuff because it's very important uh, what that's saying, because it's very easy to, uh, You know become that which you you want to destroy you can you know especially with what he does finding such ugliness or when i work with people that are involved in what he's doing child trafficking sex trafficking uh corruption I'm, i'm dealing with very high level our government uh corruption right now and then you look at it and you read it and you you think how do people get there well some people get there because of this that concept
1: absolutely and so, in this particular picture, this is uh, him sitting there with 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 an individual. And he normally doesn't put pictures, and I was very careful not to add any of the pictures of be either the children or the people that he's in, but he's in the middle of this thing. Right. And this guy fights. and so i want to I wanted to pause before we get into my normal stuff, just to I wanted to to acknowledge uh, Ben here that. and what he did. Um, and he also helps our vets. So oh, that's, that's awesome. him on the right, by the way. Dude's cool. intense looking, right?
0: Yeah, he looks familiar to me. I might have seen him somewhere.
1: You may have, and and another thing that this guy does is he works with with not only veterans veterans and homeless veterans, as you know, that's that's a passion of mine. Yeah, I know. He also is part of this program where they go into these neighborhoods of these these completely blown out neighborhoods. They're buying these hopes and homes and renovating them and and trying to improve it. And so just across the board, this guy you know, and he's very humble in what he does. And he asks for like minor donations, you know, can you give us $10 so we can help this woman That's find great. a home, things, awesome. which, which I think is awesome. Me I too. want to promote that. And, and I actually did do this. Uh, great. I, I, I I do this often, but this guy, this guy is the epitome of what we try to, to, to do. And great. sometimes when I, I need motivation or I'm down on, on some of the stuff because, you know, I'm, I deal with some, some pretty tough stuff too. And I know it, It kind of lifts me up, which is kind of nice. So,
0: well, I'm glad that you uh, you brought somebody and I I welcome that. And I've been I've been meaning it's just one thing after another since the year began. I can't even believe it's almost the end of February. But there's a lot of patriots out there that are doing great things and are very motivating. So and I'm glad we brought your story to the front. I'm glad we brought this uh, man to the front. And uh, I hope we hear from him as well. I'll reach out to him and uh, send him the show. Let him know. But um, if you're out there and you're watching and you have Patriot heroes that are doing great things, be it getting involved locally and having big wins, or they are uh, helping the homeless in a way that's making a difference, or they're going in and helping children or working uh, on the front lines of saving people from trafficking or actually uh, slavery in America, what people don't realize as they talk about what they're talking about, what's happening at the borders causing a whole new slave trade in America. So he's obviously on the front lines of that as well. And if you are let us know. I would really like to spotlight more uh, patriots in action uh, now than ever because I I truly believe that it is a um, a uh, ripple effect when just like what happened with you recently. And he has is out there and he has people that volunteer and have a team. And we got to remember also to support people that are doing things like that. I need support, obviously, to keep this show going. Rob and I are truly independent here, Um, but this man needs support. And when you guys go out and do your thing, you need support. That's that's more community support. But we got to we got to really stand up for each other. And when you see people doing the right thing, uh, it's great to call them out. So I really appreciate you bringing that. And I want the audience to know that if they have people in their world that could use a shout out and maybe some attention to their cause, please uh, send them my way to uh, the Ask Mel K at, uh, on my website. So go ahead.
1: Great, I, I, great I, stuff. I, I love seeing who you're interviewing too, by the way, all the time. Sometimes I don't, I don't check them all. i like, oh, who she got now? And <laughs> so I look, <laughs> up, just, just so you know, yeah, all right, new great. stuff today. Cool. Do you, remember, do you remember this? Uh-oh, we're going electro- for a back culture. to
0: electroculture. People love well, this electroculture show you did.
1: Oh, my God. I was getting so many emails. But so this got me thinking. What type of energy? We know it's not electricity. Let's first take right, that off the right. plate. We've talked about that 100 times. Yeah. What has, what's causing this wood to torque like this is? Right? Remember, this was perfectly straight, when I got it. So it right, got I me You're thinking. Crazy. Yeah. So it got me thinking how can we measure this? How can we see what's really happening here? So had a little experiment. I was a little successful and I, and I had some, do you remember these with the torsion fields? Yeah, of course. I was running electrical thing through it. Uh-oh, so oh you're I doing more, do is,
0: more, more, more experiments, huh?
1: I got some new ones. Cool. I got some exciting Let's stuff. Let's do right it. Today. Very
0: cool. So tell people what that is that they're looking at.
1: So what you're seeing here is, is it's it's a, a tensor ring or a torsion ring. And so what this is, is this is coiled copper. It's very similar to this. Now, what's different is, is this is also used in semiconductors or conductors uh, where, um, and this is some of the other experiments that I've been working on. And what I'm doing is I'm actually, I have a series of these that are running through an electrical current. And as I do these in parallel, I'm actually able to increase um, a nine volt battery up to 14 volts of output. So I've actually been able to increase uh, voltage. I'm not to the point where like, oh my God, I just created free energy. But right. what I was able to do through magnetics and through these these torsion fields was able to increase voltage uh, uh, from nine mm-hmm. volts up to, to 12 volts, which is uh, uh, pretty amazing, you know yeah. to be able to do that. And so what I thought though is is, a lot of this is very similar, both utilize copper. So what I did is I took this, I says, let's see if we can figure out how and what's happening here. So you're gonna love this. So I put it on water and put it in a freezer. Oh. Okay. And what you see here on the left of my screen yeah. is as the water was freezing, it created a, a, an actual cyclone effect of the water. This picture on the right is just, so these are two of the exact same glasses, exact same uh, lot that uh, two, two glasses. Tracy kills me all the time. Uh, so I, I, I took these two things, right? And so on top of this, I on the one on the left, I put this up there on top of a, a, a cardboard. Because what's interesting is, as we've talked about in the past is, this energy field is not contingent on any type of particular uh, surface or object. It passes through walls or whatever it is that's gonna be. And we talked about that many times before, many different shapes, geometrical shapes. So I simply took a piece of cardboard, put this thing on top and froze it. And I said, let's see if we can see what's happening here. And we did. Wow. It actually created this, this cyclone effect. Now what's really interesting huh. is when I, I changed this and I actually did a double where I spin the coils together, right. it creates a much clearer, version of this weird so as i started to research this what's also interesting is i also noticed that the light that was going through this this frozen water was different so i uh i looked at it from an ultra Uh, ultra light, light.
0: right exactly We go back to
1: light again and energy right so what i did notice is i the, the optics and the color is different than the one on the right. Now, clearly the one on the right is just normal water that's frozen normally. So uh, you also, as you go through water, you or a, a surface, you have what's called an index of refraction, which means it's going to reflect off slightly. Taking all of that into account, I says, clearly we've got something here. Something's happening here with this ring outside of the fact that it's just creating this cool little spiral in the water. Right. Uh, and by the way, I was I also... Tried to do this with different colors to create this and see how how much we could spend. So this wasn't just this is just one okay, of, cool. of, of my experiments. And there was a lot of glasses missing from, from the kitchen. But what I learned as I was researching this is this is again off of old technology. And what's happening on the left is these tensor rings are creating ultraviolet light, infusing it into the water. So what cool. that means is it's actually, and as, and we're gonna talk about ultraviolet light in a little bit more detail. Right. But what's interesting is, it's actually changing the structure and the absorption of this water to be able to create that light. It completely is actually transforming water itself. Now, you'd first look at it and say, all that's doing is allowing light to go through it. It's really not, it's actually, Because it's as it's changing the water to go through this, the molecular structure of water is changing somehow at a very quantum level. That's what we're seeing here, which is cool, right? Yeah, of course. Unbelievable. So what's interesting is if you look at ultraviolet light and what it does, there's a lot of experiments on it. Now, ultraviolet light uh, also has a bad... name to it or analogy in the medical field because ultraviolet light causes the uh, skin cancer, melatonin, you know, it's how you create uh, your suntan, right? Mm -hmm. But there's also upsides to this. It kills bacteria, it sanitizes water. Uh, So there are a lot of upsides to this. And so also what's confusing as I look at the medical records or the medical uh papers on this it doesn't address this at all i had to turn to physics in some of the new quantum physics to coming out where they're like yeah we know something's going but we're not quite sure what they're starting to better understand this at a mathematical level but in, even the quantum physics in the the theories the, the most recent um paper that i read was was 2023 where they're still trying to understand this crazy stuff but let me, uh, as I usually do, I went back and found some old research on this. And so, what's really interesting about wow. the two people that are referenced here is, and I, I want to talk about that in a minute. But so basically, when you're taking this wire, the theory is on the top, and this this actually is not. I I don't agree with this portion of it here is. You're creating a powerful superconductor by twisting this and changing the structure of copper when you're creating wires because you're melting it and putting it together, right? So you're creating this physioelectric uh, antenna. That physioelectric antenna and physioelectricity is u- used a lot in, in, in the industry. And I think it's sometimes misused. And I think by doing that, it creates a certain degree of um, confusion. But what's also interesting as I was doing this research is... People are creating these tensor rings where they're wrapping copper and creating like these ring things, not like I did, but actually taking two copper wires, twisting them together and fusing them together. And they're creating the same effects as this is, which means they're also siphoning energy and creating this ultraviolet light at at, at a wavelength. So similar to uh, Nikola Tesla is they're tapping into this infinite energy field that we keep referencing, but yet we don't clearly understand. But what's interesting is the research here is, again, like we've noticed before, it's not electric or it's not magnetic, just like electroculture. Right. Uh, When water passes through these tensor rings, let's say you were to take one of these tensor rings and put it on your uh, faucet. As the water is going through there, it actually causes this thing to be uh, phosphorescent or it actually radiates and changes that energy it sanitizes it basically is what it's doing uh and at a room temperature theoretically what you're talking about is a superconductor in a very simplistic form cool right yeah really crazy yeah it it is crazy and uh so now we're trying to better understand what this is so i gotta move you again i keep doing that so these these (laughs) i know these rings change the optical transmission of this water and So when this scientist was looking at this, this this original scientist, it was old. So there's, in fact, they're saying that this light, it it permits more light to pass through this, uh, the way that they're changing the way these photons absorb the water. I think that there's a little bit more to it than than what this initial uh, uh, analysis was, but also this initial research was about 100 years old. So that's like me going in my lab where I don't have all of the high-tech equipment to actually analyze or better understand this. So, but the scientists did acknowledge that there are indications that you're actually changing the molecular structure of water. So, and what's really interesting also about this on on a side note is there's been some, some recent research that suggests that you can put pharmaceutical drugs or some types of pharmaceutical drugs by changing molecular structure of water and having it in water. So water has this absorption capability and we've seen other uh, things that are amazing about, uh, we've done many research on this, but what's important I think also here is geometrical structures is playing into this as well. Again, we're going into a a ring, a tensor ring. Um, My original ring was was, uh, a copper around a ferrite coil. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, uh geometrical geometrical structures again, sacred geometry seems to be playing in on this as well. What's what's interesting is in the, when I was researching these tensor rings is the fusion of the ends as you create these rings become critical in terms of allowing that energy to pass through. So, there's an actual like I, I, I again, it's a pseudoscience, but there's there's a science behind this. Yeah. Uh, and, Well, you know, it's
0: interesting. I just had on recently, I was going to ask you about it too. You know, I'm working with healthy hydration and I had on a scientist that was talking a lot about um, hydrogen infused in water and what it does. And it's truly amazing. This is a whole science. And and, you know, is this like the whole structured water science and all this stuff? And people don't even know about that. And then this week I also had on um Derek Bros who I love he's an amazing journalist and he's been covering the fluoride water case so it's just it's amazing all this stuff that you're talking about that we're going back to water again and and all because people I don't think put enough um thought or interest into that water is the main component of not just life, but of us and everything else. So all of this is is very uh, related to everything that we're dealing with energy-wise and health-wise. And it, I mean, it crosses over. That's why I guess you're also very interested in it. So how does this all fit in? What What are you seeing from a, uh, a bigger picture? Because I, I think that this is This is also another area, in my opinion, from all my work on Agenda 2030 and all the globalist stuff is they have a huge interest in controlling water worldwide as well. So there is an energy component in water that is not really looked into much either. So we all agreed that we were going to get in shape for 2024. We were going to be healthy and we were going to get into our fitness routine and we were going to eat better. And guess what? It's easier said than done like we didn't know. But what's awesome is that I've teamed up with these awesome people over at Field of Greens. You know, when I get something new in the mail, I think, well, okay, I'm gonna try it. And I was shocked, first and foremost, because it tastes awesome. Not only that, they have proprietary blends picked by doctors that actually target specific areas that you might have concerns about. So whether it's your lungs, your kidney, your heart, if it's metabolism, weight loss, energy, Field of Greens has a proprietary blend exactly for what you are looking for. Field of Greens has a promise. They promise you your money back if you are not fully satisfied and feel that Field of Greens is improving your health and your wellness all around. Field of Greens is made in America, straight from Texas. They give you a 60-day money-back guarantee, and they are helping Mel Kay and The Mel Kay Show going forward on our journey to health and wellness, as well as yours. So go to fieldofgreens.com, use the code MELK right now, and you'll get 15% off your first order and be well on your way to your journey and wellness. I am so grateful to my new sponsor, Field of Greens.
1: Well, I, I, there's a couple of things here. Uh, you know, first of all, fluoride, as we know, is toxic to the pineal gland. We, you know, I've done a hundred done shows a whole on show the, on
0: it. I told right? him, yeah,
1: I know. Right, I'm like, oh my god, we do a lot of those, and so, yeah. you know, every time I talk to certain people, I'm like, don't stop using fluoride, man. stop yeah. using fluoride, right? But what this does tell us, though, is that first of all, water. Uh, we think from an h2o perspective we truly understand water but clearly water has some amazing characteristics but outside of that also is the understanding of these geometrical uh, uh shapes copper as it as, yes. as it doing uh this and the absorption ability of water is is amazing so yes. here this this is suggesting that there's a lot more to this but Let's keep going because I'm cool. going to come back to.
0: Go ahead. You're going to laugh. Interesting. We're come I just back feel like pyramids. I keep going back to water and and how people just look at water and and it's just water. And meanwhile, there's so much uh, within water that, with uh, energy and and what you can do and mo- molecular structures and all. That. I just feel like I keep coming back around around and ending drawn, up at water.
1: No, I'm always ahead. drawn to water. You know that's Amazing. that's why I live where I do. I, I, I know, you know. I know. It's it's crazy. So here's something interesting so i found these this this han Bach uh, becker and these two scientists and what's interesting is <laughs> their studies came because they were in the king's chamber in the great pyramid yeah. now what's interesting is is he's also uh, uh they're they have specific measurements that these coils must be or these tensor rings must be so if you have a piece of coil it has to be a specific length and the original one was identified when this, this individual visited the king's chamber in the Great Pyramid. Well, we now, know. what's interesting is, is also he's breaking this down into very specific frequencies that they're generating. Now, what's also interesting is Nikola Tesla, he had also visited the pyramids, and he was studying a lot of this stuff. And, and so you,
0: you did a whole show on the pyramids that blew my mind. People should go back and look for that. You can look it up. Uh, we definitely put it in the title. Maybe I'll look what,
1: for it. What, that blew yeah, my mind. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I actually started going back and trying to 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 list all of the shows that we've done. Yeah, and there's just many of them. I just and then I get sidetracked and I'll see something I'm like, oh, I gotta go look that up. And so I kept getting distracted. So I've not actually done that, but that was my goal. But yeah, what's interesting is. Here's another scientist that had visited these uh, these pyramids and had been doing this old research, and they came up with something completely outside of, but aligned with what Nikola Tesla was. Again, it's this energy, but this guy figured out, the original one was this, you have this copper at this specific length. When you coil this together, it actually harnesses that ultraviolet light and that energy to a specific frequency then they took it to the next level and they said, well, wait a minute, let's look at the DNA structure again. Again, that intertwining of of the genetic code as you see in the twisting. We see it everywhere. We see it in the pyramids. We see it pretty much everywhere, right? So then what he did is he realized, hey, wait a minute, we're missing one of the calculations. And he mathematically figured out that there was a second length that creates also a, a, a very harmonized frequency of light. So this was additional work into the original work. I, I thought that this was kind of interesting that again, we that go is. back to these same numbers, the 144 and 177, right. which by the way, are two of the frequencies of sound that you use in terms of uh, pure pure t- uh, tone frequencies that are healing frequencies.
0: Oh, wow. A lot's coming into this. So we got the water, we got the, the pyramids, we got the sound, light, we got, the, we sound, got
1: the light. It's, it's all based on this frequency. It well, all, what do you always say? You always say
0: that you think a lot of the science and everything that we've been taught in general has been siloed. And, uh, you know, when all these different elements that you're pulling in kind of all played part, uh, you know, different parts that we weren't. This is why your shows are so good because it makes people think uh, uh, different and it, 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 it jar, like jogs people's memories to things that they looked at in the past and they didn't really put together. And, you know, this is all amazing stuff.
1: Yeah. And so we're going to continue to, to, to look into this, but cool. I also wanted to, uh, before I go into the medical journals,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I want to talk about this Hans Becker, because uh, I want to acknowledge that he, um, he acknowledged that there's, there's some health benefits to these particular tensor rings and there there's a market for this, but I think we need, again, I always stress to people, be careful when you just look into these things. So what I wanted to do is, is, he was actually able, one of the first people to actually identify that we've got ultraviolet radiation or ultraviolet uh, uh, frequencies that are being generated by these tensor rings. We also know that these uh, are impacting the biophotons of ultraviolet lights that are being produced. Biophotons, by the way, are also in uh, genetic makeup and genes. So uh, all of this, and genes are activated by specific light or or frequencies. So, again, all of this, is interrelated to a certain degree, but also what he says is by consuming this water that has this ultraviolet has a germicidal effect and uh, uh, affects growth and, and, and is very healthy. But what what's also interesting here is is people uh, back uh, you know a century or two centuries ago they used to take copper and they used to put it in their water when they were traveling and the copper in itself um for some reason is antibacterial and it cleans water oh wow uh what's what's interesting is if you look at electroculture if we look at this copper seems to be a big component of this now i'm sure that there are other ones i know others that don't work uh when i looked at my electroculture what i was doing is i was looking at different types of metals to see if i was getting the same same effects and i was not for some reason copper seems to play uh, a, a big role in this. But then when you look at ultraviolet light with regards to the medical field, um, there's a couple of things here that, 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 that there's a couple of interesting things about this article. First, uh, this is this is an older article. There's a series of these, but ultraviolet light uh, it, it has been deemed as causing a lot of skin cancer. It's attributed to a great deal, a number of, of, of skin cancers and other things. And the theory, this was a 2004 article, it's an oral article, but there's there's some important things that show how we started moving in this particular direction is they said ultraviolet light somehow is is changing DNA and genetic makeup and it's affecting certain ones. We're not sure all of them, but we know that certain cancers, colon cancer, carcinogens, Uh, skin cancer, are directly impacted by ultraviolet light where it's altering the gene. I wonder, though, if that's not actually completely accurate. I think what we're seeing, if you look at, um, and I'm going to do a whole show on this, is these these long-term diseases that have been occurring over the last uh, couple of decades. And uh, I know also that there's a lot of new COVID vaccine uh, data that, that's been coming out. Uh, I didn't add it here either amount because we already knew that and we're trending that already. And I'm sure you you probably brought other people on. But I think what happens here is, I think when you're talking about these frequencies, I think that there's more to play at this. I think this is where 5G, chemtrails, uh, aluminum in the the air. I think these are also impacting these. I don't think it's ultraviolet light directly. I think that- I think that that there, there's more to play. Here's something very interesting about this particular structure that I found very interesting is there's another group that is another one of these pseudoscience groups. And I've I, not ever been sold in any of this stuff originally. Right. There's been claims and I've seen videos and I'm sure people have seen them, I mean, you can YouTube this, that they take high numbers of these things like six foot versions of these copper coils and they can take these chemtrails and they dissipate in the sky. Now, what's interesting about that is, is if you look at it logically, that makes no sense. But what's interesting about this guy's research and other researchers as I was doing research on these coils, is they're they're showing that this light and this energy can travel up to 10 miles. So this isn't just contingent based on this passes through objects it seems like i I don't want to say that it's limitless but these energy fields can go for very long distances now that being said theoretically if you were able to create a series of of these in parallel you could dissipate those chemtrails you could theoretically dissipate chemtrails because this 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 energy would be dissipating those aluminum trails.
0: Hmm. hmm. It's all yeah. very interesting. I mean, it all connects, yeah. and and you know, I have people on that talk about different things, but nobody, uh, you know, you're my main uh, person that puts this all together. So to me, um, when I have you on, and it's bringing together so many different things, but I've been seeing a lot of talk about. The ultraviolet um stuff because remember when trump brought up ultraviolet light and they mocked him and made fun of him when it really is something that can help with disease and healing and all of that then uh this in the water but now also um lots of people talking about ways to combat the chemtrails you know they still don't want to admit that it's real even though john brennan is in a uh, speaking at an event talking about it openly uh, yeah. but we're in 1984 world where Um, so these are all like everything that you're bringing out here is so, um, it's like all this hidden science. That's what I I say about my show, my show. I want it to be a place where people find out the the real history and real science and real truth and hidden history, hidden science. So that's truly amazing.
1: Really amazing stuff. So then what I did is, is, um, and I don't have any more slides, but I'm going to keep these up so we can refer back to them. But so then what I did is, is I started to look at, Where's the research in ultraviolet light going? Where's their trends? Are, are there new trends? And you are correct, by the way, 100% correct. There's a huge uptick, uptick in ultraviolet light and, and light frequency research across the board. Right. From a medical device perspective, there's new medical device and biotech companies that are springing up with ultraviolet light and those particular frequencies with regards to healing. Um, We did do a a show, I think it was last year, where I was talking about red spectrum light in particular can actually um, remove cancer without any type of invasive procedure. So clearly that uh, there's something to this and these frequencies. And ultraviolet light seems to be a center of attention as of recently over the last uh, five to six years, but particularly over the last few years. When I started doing my research, I saw a ton of that. Now this research that I, I showed you here, see, this is old research. They said ultraviolet lights bad, but clearly I think that either at the time of this research, um, either that they were steered in this direction or their knowledge base wasn't quite there. But what's also interesting is I was doing all of my research was the fact that I was getting taken down on sites as I was doing some of these research, particularly around a couple of areas. One in particular is when I was trying to look at those chemtrail removals ones. Right. I was I was I was getting banned from sites immediately like this. I mean, the whole screen would go black.
0: Yeah, and I mean, literally- that, what's going on online? I mean, I don't even understand. Google is no longer a place for information. It is a place for uh, you know. Uh, indoctrination i mean I, I what is going on with google right now like people are freaking about the ai gemini ai being racist and, and woke but i'll tell you what what you're saying right now is really important especially for science and for actual research they've eliminated anything that goes against the un uh any of the partners of the world economic forum anything going against big business it appears you know the BlackRock is in there i mean it, they really are creating uh, a 1984 society where the information they do not want you to know is being completely erased. So I know you keep a lot of this stuff, but it appears that not only did they mock the whole UV light thing when Trump brought it up, but I see it mocked after there's still anyone that brings up basically chemtrails gets shadow banned or kicked off of YouTube or, I mean, and these things are real. And why aren't we, this is why we do the show. This is why you do the show is is we want to put this out there to people. But people have to understand that the biggest question of all of this is why is all of this information so hard to find and why are they erasing it in real time? What do you well, think? Well, they're also,
1: uh, they're, they're bearing it too. What's interesting is I was, a bunch of people sent me some COVID vaccine stuff. And so I, I wanted to kind of follow up on some of that and I was, I was doing some research, but, but here was was something interesting. There's a couple of websites that I go to that are more research-based. yeah. Uh, and so it's all research papers. Right. And what was interesting was in one of the the, the the sources that I go to as I was looking up COVID, and I wanted to, to do vaccine versus um, trends with regards to uh, illnesses. But the first 30 articles was research with regards to why people were so reluctant right. and what we learned in our research as to why people wouldn't take the vaccine. So- right that's what's going on
0: that's the shift that's good that you're bringing that up because uh you know i have a sister that's a psychiatrist and and uh, a bunch of friends that are also psychologists and the the journals journal of american medicine uh some of the psychiatric journals and stuff they're filled now with articles about conspiracy theorists how to spot conspiracy theorists they're they're also now calling consp- con- conflating conspiracy theorists with um uh what's it called cluster b personality i mean they're really demonizing questioning anything but they're putting it into the minds of the of the doctors and psychiatrists and many of these people are academics that never left academia and that just becomes the culture there it's very dangerous but what you're saying from your end in, in your journals and your things is that they're not even talking about this is like Saul Alinsky uh, in science. They're not even yeah. talking about the science or the or the evidence or the hypothesis or any of that. They're talking about the problem with the people that don't believe what they're saying.
1: They're <laughs> psychoanalyzing why these people did not Now, I, I think the other thing that I that really alarmed me by that is that was that's like, OK, we failed here what went wrong i mean the way i was looking at the way these some of these articles were they were going into particular populations and trying to determine what it is in their psyche that caused them not to take this this vaccine i'm thinking oh, holy crap then what they're going to do is then they're going to change their game plan and try right. this again now it's going to fail now right. it's going to fail too. but the fact that there's there's so many individuals being paid to research this it, to me, it's a little alarming, right? Yeah, As well, the like-
0: issues that people had that were very real and you were talking about way before, you were talking about early, early on, most of the research that you brought in before the vaccine was even rolled out that you saw all that stuff yeah. is probably gone, okay? and Or if you can get it, you can only get it if you have access through the government or the Department of Defense at this point. The stuff that you found early, but the very Forty scary part. Life. Yeah, the very scary <laughs> part about what you're saying is that this yeah. is a whole level of academia that is, you know, the, we're watching them in real time. I call them the Poison Ivy League, you know. But the whole whole uh, academic um, research world has been turned upside down. But I see this, as I told you, I went back to my own school that I have a degree in journalism from, and uh, they have classes in misinformation and disinformation and how to, uh, you know, um, deal with conspiracy theories and and all of this stuff. And it's like, but it's ne- it's it, they're not teaching anymore that you need two actual sources with names and uh to check your evidence yes. and all the stuff that used to be like you know journalism 101 looks Real like journalism. it's gone and and you're talking about what you're talking about too is i talk a lot about that tactical advisory group that um Cassonseen was a part of at the World Health Organization during covid that was like and, and sage from uh, uk was involved and all these people this nudge unit that was one that was trying to figure out how to get every population to take the vaccine. They were there. That's also where a lot of the misinformation, disinformation came from. Uh, the WHO, World Economic Forum, UN have now huge, huge conglomerates full of fighting disinformation, misinformation, and conspiracy theories. And yet, why not just talk about the evidence?
1: <laughs> these these research papers were from everywhere in the world. I'm not. It was from every continent. I mean, it was, and those people it are probably just, getting
0: paid to write them, right? They're getting grants oh, and stuff to write how to how to convince people that are skeptical to not be skeptical and to follow orders, basically.
1: Absolutely, I I think that that to me was what was was so mind boggling as I as I was researching it was, it was in Africa, it was in Asia, it was in Turkey, it was uh, I mean it was every. I mean, it was just across the board, and wow. the fact that they're spending so much resources. And I get you want to do research, and you're you're you know, a scientist is always going to be curious. One thing that I've said all along is our science is wrong, and I know people don't agree with that. They say, "Well, well we're more just not people right. do
0: now than when you said it three, two and a half years ago." <laughs> I th- I
1: think so, right? And <laughs> you know, but when I started to see that, uh, that was a little alarming, you know. And, and by the way, this is normally a. reliable research uh um group that i go to it's it's all research papers only and so but these abstracts that were being written were just from all over the world as to why people were reluctant and what was in their head and what were they thinking and what did the environment play on it what did the uh uh, psychology play on it what was their family structure i mean these were in intense research papers that they're doing this so now you give that whole lot list of of research to somebody like who you keep referencing all the time and that nothing good is going to come out of that, right right Uh, it's i i just don't see i don't think that they'll ever be able to pull that off like they did it it was just well, show. at this
0: point, there's just no information out. I mean, I am telling you, That's and true. I it's so sad because I don't think that people understand what's going on over at Google and Wikipedia and they're in it together. And uh, what's, you know, yeah. this is where children go to re- research and they're going to research, uh, you know, totally 1984 occult, like, um, and it's weird because you look at—I don't know if you saw the Mike Benz, i keep bringing it up—Tucker Carlson interview, but um, this is an operation from the very top. But th- what you're talking about—that those grants are probably coming from the Department of Defense, uh, NIH, you know, different um, NIH for sure. Yeah, and and they're they're trying to figure out. Why people are skeptical of government uh, mandates or of people uh, pushing drugs or vaccines or climate lockdowns or you know anything? It, I, I, like I said, they they have a whole system of knocking down the idea that there's chemtrails when you can see them and people have talked about them on on you know in in big meetings, government meetings. But um, you know I know people that but we're at a point where you have to really fight it. So it's good to talk about it and to say that you found that in this realm too um it's just it's just sad like why you know you wish that that there wasn't um that the intelligence agencies didn't capture the media because the media would be asking why google is uh and all of these things and you and like you said you think uh, also that it's it's an ai i mean jack Voorhees was on here a long time ago the google whistleblower um of google leaks i think is his book's name and he said that they had such advanced ai and algorithms that were scraping the back end of the internet for anything that they wanted removed that was about a year ago so it's just it's people got to keep up on this this is why you're you're and and if you're watching this and you're seeing things on this that can put together pieces of things we're bringing up and how to uh do that this is how we're gonna have to you know Put together information going forward is find it and then put it out there like we do and then save it.
1: <laughs> saving, saving uh, is is a key and 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 making sure that you have multiple copies running around at all times and multiple locations. You know, it's funny too because a couple of weeks ago uh, I was actually auditing a company and that's one of my my job. I love auditing I um, and.
0: Hey, Mel Kay here. Beverly Hills Precious Metals is my preferred choice for gold and silver. Head on over to the Mel Kay Show Partners page and click on the tab for Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Silver and gold are God's money. They're a great way to fight against inflation and keep your hard-earned savings safe. With the national debt out of control, runaway government spending and printing, inflation continues to soar. Beverly Hills Precious Metals can help you shield your wealth from volatility in the markets. Protect yourself today. Go to the melkayshow.com Partners page, click on Beverly Hills Precious Metals, fill out the form, and let's get started. Protect yourself, protect your family, and protect your future.
1: Now remember, our field is highly regulated in every aspect. So anybody working in our field, any company working in our field, has a massive amount of regulations that apply to them. Right. The lead person that was writing their operating procedures his main source of reference for one of his operating procedures was Wikipedia.
0: Oh God! See, this is I'm not kidding you. I, I do not, not even know you. at this point that that's a CIA operator. The guy who created it came out and said it that it was totally hijacked by the Department of Defense and intelligence. Uh- now, just for the audience to understand what you do and why you know we collaborate and why we go into these topics, you're an auditor of of um, pharmaceuticals you know this is a very a medical device s- industry. yeah yes so this yeah. is a very very you know this is why we do what we do so t- so tell people because there's got to be a lot of changes going on in the industry because of the awareness and awakening and pushback there's a huge we didn't go this year because I have to finish something I'm working on in Florida, but there's a huge panel at CPAC of all, like, there's like a hundred people, all of them, maybe, you know, people that watch this know the names of like a COVID reckoning. Like, and it's all people from all over, from frontline doctors, scientists, people that you heard of, economists that we're talking about it, big people. Um, What is going on in your industry right now? I think people are curious on the back end. We're still seeing Moderna and obviously Brula out there and the World Economic Forum partners all acting like nothing's changed. Has a lot changed on the back end? I mean, you see it from the inside because you audit drugs before they're out.
1: Slowly. So uh, if you ask me that question, and we we use a, a, a ratio. At one point, it was a 60-40 split where it was 60, no, this is all a bunch of crap. You know, it's slowly edged towards that 50-50. Wow. Now... Uh, I'm at a 60-40 flip side where 60% know something's wrong. Even peers that I'm very close with still believe nothing is wrong, right? And so from a regulatory perspective, you have to remember the bodies still are controlling that information and the knowledge base. Now, what you're seeing underneath is now, because we have alternate ways of communicating through all right. the other different ways, you're getting an alliance and an alignment of, of of these doctors around the world, doctors, scientists, you've got phlebotomists. I mean, and I know a bunch of them go on on your show too, but you're seeing a massive amount of of communication. And so this avalanche is already starting down the hill. There's no turning back at this point. But what's interesting though is the main still sources of of you know, you reference Google and a lot of these research based uh, organizations still sway that towards the uh, what I call consider a high degree of of blindness. Now, yeah. what you are seeing, though, is you are seeing now for the first time ever is open discussion about that vaccine or open discussion where and and I'm very careful in my industry. I don't right, I know. cross paths. I you know, I'm very, very careful, but. Even in normal communications with peers uh, 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 in in some of these big pharma companies, they're even talking.
0: Well, good. Now, we need that. That that's that's has been the whole point of the Great Awakening that we talked about all the time, yes. and we we've yes. been uh, rooting for is that. Um, is that people empower themselves, like even though how we started the show, empowering yourselves to be, uh, you know, your government works for you, start acting like it, you know, when you see something wrong, take action. And that should be all the way across the board. You know, we still have the issue of money, but I also, I don't think people were as aware that the department of defense, the military industrial complex, DHS, Uh, The amount of um, of the big tech companies being contractors to the government when it comes to information and and all of that and how much that is involved in big pharma. And I think more than ever, people see, you know, everything's funded by Pfizer and now they kind of cringe, you know, and think, well, why? You know, that whole business is based off of what you're talking about before, which is, you know, why aren't people taking our medication? What can we do better to make sure they do and, and that whole thing. And there's also a real crackdown. I think we talked about it early on a different show, uh, of natural remedies they used to go after them, you know, the quack medicine, all that. But now it's like, it looks like they're, they're on another round of doing that. So I just think it, it probably is getting, well, what I see is panic even in that industry as well. I don't, I don't, not maybe on your level, but I, maybe it's getting harder though, to get to the place where they're even calling in an auditor or at least it's do you feel like it's slowing down do you feel like it's it's the same anything like that like any any difference in um in tempo
1: I, we're clearly moving forward in a in a much faster rate than we were a year ago just by itself i mean just from that perspective in terms of communication uh, across the board we're moving very quickly in a good way Uh, it's not as fast as I'd like to see the hard part that we have in most of your listeners is, uh, and I've had this conversation three times today is the problem is we've been awake for so long. It seems like we've been in this, this nightmare forever. Right. And so you're like, oh my God, how many more people do we need to wake up before we can get to, to, I always reference crossing the bridge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What I am seeing is I'm seeing an acceleration of, of, of information and cooperation around the world. One thing that that is a backfire is the amount of communication and cooperation around the world as a result of this nightmare. And I'm talking to people from all over the world. As a matter of fact, I'm going to Europe to meet a uh, colleague to go over some, some information uh, wow, um, cool. in a couple of weeks. And so I'm going to go over there and we're going to do some work. I get to go into a really... Advanced lab, which I'm really excited about, and nice. you know that wouldn't have happened had this stuff not happened.
0: Now, why you know? do you think the uptick in um in first of all for the audience that that might not fully understand why do you think the uptick in interest in electroculture and how do you define that because that's that's one of the big topics here and I wanted to um kind of uh, talk about that uh for a second okay. because um, there seems to be a lot of interest in, um, in electro curl. I just keep you, you came on this show to talk about it like probably five months, six months ago. And then we talked about it again and again. And now I feel like I see it all the time. And I I mean, this happens, but it seems like people are really going towards that, that. And then my, my friend Charlie was at, a, um, uh, anarcho a a anarchist convention down there in uh, Alcapulco. And, and there was a whole Thing there about it. So what is that for the people and, and what, what should they know about it? Maybe they want to dig into it.
1: I, th- I think you're, what we're seeing is a couple of things. I think, first of all, I think we're bridging the past. You know, our history is continually being removed uh, uh, over the centuries. And I've talked about that a thousand uh, times yeah. and you hope you say it, but I think what we're seeing is we keep revisiting this and this, this, uh, this technology or this knowledge keeps pushing it out no matter how far they how hard they've tried to to eliminate it right yeah. and so but people are seeing results on this stuff i get emails all the time over this and i'm telling you now up and down my neighborhood you got coils everywhere right because people people like the, the neighbor they were laughing at me you know and all of a sudden my bamboo shot up like six feet like like over a, a very short period of time I'm like holy cow what is that i go if you put that in the ground it's going to make your lemons grow because they like their margaritas and the lines yeah, yeah. right and I am like, "Oh my God, this is so happy!" So now I got people on this side of me bringing me limes and lemons. I got people on this side become, uh, so it's great. First and foremost, it works, and I think also the intrigue of the unknown. When you look at the like, when I saw this 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 frozen water that I could actually see what's really happening there, yeah, you know that kind of motivates people like, "Holy cow, I'm going to go do this!" So I guarantee yeah. you, there's going to yeah. be a bunch of your listeners, and I'm going to get cool. pictures. I love it. That are going to have all these frozen waters coming through. But so I think what you're seeing is this energy. And excitement. And first of all, it's an unknown. The other thing is, this is energy that we've told does not exist. Stick to the laws of physics. This is what your school books tell you. Nothing else exists. You cannot create energy. There's no free energy out there. It doesn't exist. But everything that I do, and every time I come on this Amen. show, I show you that that's actually not true. Actually, like- they're all wrong. <laughs> we need to step back and rethink all of Ohm's laws, all of the laws of physics, biology, chemistry. Let's take a step back and look at that and melt that over anything. That's the excitement that comes behind these emails. That's why you see all of us crazy people running around with copper coils. No, I
0: love it. I love it. I love it. But cool. honestly, since you had me, I, I, we did the first show. It's probably about five months ago because it was right when yeah. we there. And then there. Um, and then we did one other one. And now to, we're following up now. And through this period of five, six months, I've seen more and more articles. You know, I go to all, all over the world. I read things and I'll see once in a while and I'll be like, again? Oh, Wow. Everyone all over the world, but I think it is about uh, finding energy, harnessing energy, realizing that we've been lied to about energy and uh, all these different ways to use it. Like I told you when I was on with the hydrogen water guy, I'm like, what? What are you talking? Because he was saying like what you said, like H2O is just what you know. And then I'm talking to this guy. This is why we teamed up with him because he's telling me about hydrogen and 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 what hydrogen can do for your water and for your body and this healthy hydration system we got. And I'm like, what? Nobody even knows about this stuff. So I think it's so amazing. And like you, I've been telling you, when you come up with something that we can put out there to help the people harness the energy themselves, be it with healing frequency or electroculture, I think that's the first the one out the door. With I know. I I'm think that's the future. I think everyone should be trying to everyone right now. I say to everyone, you could, whatever you did to this point in history does not matter. I don't care if you were. That's I true. say it all the time. I don't care if you were a drunk or you were a bad parent or you were a, a great hero. Or you had a business that employed millions of people. Whatever you did before this really doesn't matter right now you can redefine your mission your purpose what you're doing with your life who you are you can be a hero you can be a leader there's plenty of room for all of that so i think this is all really exciting i think the whole uptick in electroculture since you first brought it on the show is really people are empowering themselves to find answers themselves and then share those those answers so uh that's what you do the best and that's why i'm so blessed to have you here and of course what we're going to be back weekly at least. But um, I'm so excited because this is a great show. We covered a lot of ground. And also, I'm really proud of you and your friends uh, that you made in your community that got out there. Local action friends, local action. But we also have a lot going on in this country. It's going to be a rough time ahead. And knowing your neighbors is something that uh, we got out of touch with. And we really have to get back to know your neighbors and your allies. Uh, in your local community, like Michael just did. He we just moved there. <laughs> so, this, so this was a grassroots effort to get out there, open, you yeah. know, shake hands, meet people and, uh, you know, keep us up to date. Next time something comes up, you got your list of people that you say, let's do it. And it's empowering. I got a laundry
1: list. And now I'm going to protect the environment everywhere in Florida. I'm going to start looking for more of these companies oh, and um, they don't not know what they unleashed. That's Good how Lord. we do
0: it. Find your new mission, your purpose. You can do anything right now. Everyone, the world is changing. We're in a a, a period in time that we've never seen before and we might never see again. So be a part of the change that is on the good side. And uh, the more of that, the ripple effect. And uh, like you always say, we'll cross the bridge. So any last words? There's been a lot of chaos, a lot of demoralization, but you're you're eternally optimistic over there. So uh, any last words for the people before we go?
1: I'm very optimistic because I see that there's a surge going in the right direction, and and that's something that you always can look back on. You know, I have people that I lean on for motivation at times, as I shared today. But this movement is going in the right direction, and uh, you know, people like Mel out at the front—they're few and far between that actually bring receipts. Whenever they make a comment, they they bring receipts, and uh, I do my own experiments. They're silly sometimes, but no, they're
0: not. Guys, keep going,
1: keep going. (laughs) want yeah.
0: everyone out there to be inspired by everything that you do but this all came from yeah. you reaching out to me almost four years ago and me saying oh my god yeah. come talk about that and just we just keep moving forward and we find new information we put it out there we share it people share it with us so if you guys have information about anything michael was talking about today you've been doing your own experiments you've been doing electroculture you've been working on some of the frequency or uv whatever it is come share it with us email michael michael Please, again, tell yeah. them where to find you uh so you're active on truth social uh I think you're on X yeah. now and, uh, and also your email again for everyone.
1: So, uh, very quickly, um, oh, I'll go
0: back to the so, screen share. Sorry. Oh, uh,
1: that's go. okay. Oh, you're on. Are you ready? can share. Okay. So I am here guys again, very quickly. So there you are. ask Mike L uh, at protonmail.com. I, I I I'm behind on doing them, but I do read them all guys. Just, okay, so you know, social, ask my gal. People actually, message me directly on true social. And I respond once in a while. Oh, cool. um, be nice to me. Uh, but uh, yeah, absolutely. I know. God all about bless you it. And, and what you do and uh, we will get back up on a, a regular routine. Right. I'll actually, when I'm in Italy, I'm actually gonna. Well, let's do a show while I'm out there because I might have. Oh, that'd
0: be awesome! I'm so jealous. I'm really. I'm so excited that you're going out there too. So uh, please, everyone, thank you so much for supporting us, supporting the show, uh, supporting Michael and me, and uh, we look forward to the next time. Thank you so much, Michael.
1: Love you. Talk to you soon. Love you too. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: From our farms to your family, all organic protein, fruits, vegetables, gut health, immune support, and so much more. We have products for weight loss and collagen and muscle building, products for children, athletic performance, and 30-day programs for just $12 a day. You can save $50 on your first purchase of $75 or more with the code Wellness. Go to the melkshow.com partners page and check out Melk Superfoods today. Did you know that there are more than 60,000 known chemicals in tap water and the EPA only tests for 91 of them? This is why we're so grateful that we partnered with Healthy Hydration. They offer whole home water filtration, shower filters, under-the-counter pre-filters, molecular hydrogen water machines, hydrogen water bottles, and so much more for a healthier home and family. So go to themelkshow.com and click on our partners page and check out Healthy Hydration and everything they have in store for your health and wellness today.